0: After a year and a half ET is coming back to the stage and will be hosting the 120 conference right here in the ATL live September 25th and 26th because I everything. This year has left us drained from experiencing loss to having to live in uncertainty about finances and health to experiencing extreme burnout and being overwhelmed in our careers. It's time to rebuild. It's time to rise and recover. Find a way to finish. Find a way to find some more strength to keep going. Find a way. But whatever you do, don't quit. Don't surrender. Don't give up. Remember, if it's important to you, you'll find a way. If it's not, you'll find an excuse. It's time to go all in and reach new levels of success. Eric Thomas and the 120 Conference is a exactly what you need to get that breakthrough and come out on top. Come see ET like you've never seen him before right here in the ATL Live. September 25th and 26th. It's time to rebuild. It's time to rise and recover. Come see Eric Thomas like you would never seen him before. Get your tickets now at 120series.com.
1: Was popping, was popping, was popping. Welcome Nikki Nicky Moose. I'm Nikki. That's Moose. What's up, Moose?
0: What up, y'all?
1: And welcome to episode 46.
0: Seven? 47 <laughs> it is. A special edition nonetheless.
1: Yes, we are in the building literally together. After many hours, we are going to talk about it, but in this episode, we're going to be talking about possibly Kendrick having his last album. Uh, just cyberbullying with, with Lizzo. We're going to be talking about some Kevin Durant in the media. We're going to be talking about Kevin Hart and Nick Cannon and just kind of this whole situation how we got here mm-hmm. moose how are we feeling about this episode
0: man i'm excited to give you all the recap on the rundown of our first ever live show but we got some really good gems for you as well in the podcast so stay tuned let's get this thing started and
1: let's let's just get into this intro oh, when i get to it two kids from queens cut from a different cloth now joining forces helping you to elevate your personal brand yeah i'm talking about nikki and moose bringing you a never before seen perspective into the mindset the mentality the behaviors the driving force but more importantly the stories behind the people and brands that you know and love the most and you know what time it is it was the review of the week review of the week you get this up for y'all. Uh, this one says on time, real. Oh, uh, wait, yeah, on I messed it up on time, real, and relevant. Mm. Relevant content for the real entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. a masterclass in branding, scaling, and content creation. I appreciate the mindset and the insights of both of them. Wow, <laughs> right. so what your ad libs, wow. <laughs>
0: Wow, that's
1: good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I like, like how they use li- wow. they
0: use the you know what I'm saying, the words in the subject line. Because if the you concept, need a new ad libs
1: person, uh your boy. listen, that's that's moose for you. Right. But shout out to everybody who left us a review. Uh, we read them, we appreciate them, and continue to do it so you can have a chance to be presented on Nikki and Moose. Oh. And of course um all access squad become a part of the all access squad you'll get clearly access to the after show which is where we uh give our true thoughts some tangible tips and some tangible strategies just for you and you could try it for free for three days right that's the all access squad um and of course 120series.com <laughs> You'll see both of us. You'll see E. You'll see just announced Pinky Cole, who has Slutty Vegan. So all my Atlanta people, you already know what that's about. If you've ever traveled to Atlanta, you know what that's about, too. Um, have you ever had Slutty no, Vegan? No, never tried it. Really? Never. So plan I- on... Well- there will oh. be there'll be a truck over there. Oh, right? I was,
0: perfect. I was going to say yeah, I heard I heard that, but I didn't want to spoil it, but Yeah, okay. no
1: no no, the truck is the truck is definitely going to be there. So, mm-hmm. uh 120series.com I'm going to be speaking Moose is going to be speaking. We got to figure out where, but he will be speaking. He always does. Um and like other famous people. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. other famous people. But uh Moose, how are you feeling?
0: Man, I feel good. Um uh, honestly, I I learned a couple of lessons today.
1: Mm, talk All about
0: right? them. Learn, talk <laughs> a couple I, oh, lessons. Let's, just, let's talk about, <laughs> about I learned him. a couple of lessons today, okay? Because I again, you talk. We've heard. We've heard us talk about this so many times, but this is like real stuff, right? Stay in your lane, people. Stay in your lane. I've been so geeked about recording this live podcast. Let me tell you, for the longest, I'm like, oh my god, yo, you coming to see your mom in New York? Come to the crib. We can set up. I got the perfect idea. We're going to put the couch in front of the wall. We're going to do this. Six hours later, and, and this is no exaggeration, y'all. It literally took, I want to say us, but it was really Nikki. Six hours <laughs> to set up the camera and reset our Ecamm. Shout out to Ecamm, right? They're a supporter of the show. Shout out to eCam. Set up the whole ecam. The whole I'm talking about. We redid this entire thing. It took us six hours before we sat down to start recording. And It is right now at the time we're recording this, eleven forty nine p.m. So, uh, my point is, stay in your lane. I didn't know that. Right to me, it was like, yo, what's the deal? We're just gonna pop off the cameras. We're gonna record. We're gonna have a blast because we're gonna be in person together. But it's not my lane to know. The technical stuff, right? Like, yo, the camera's got to be this. The lighting's got to be like that. There's multiple people. There's multiple mics. So there's a lot. So, again, I understand that some of us might be excited to do certain things. And we're like, come on, we can do it. But if it's not your lane, uh, be careful with what you suggest. Shout out to Nikki for bearing with me, though. And
1: I and I promise you, like, we, he was so psyched. And I'm telling him, like, yo, the setup. I'm not excited. Yeah. No, no, no. It's great. It's great. You, you hungry? <laughs> like you? I, I'll get you something to eat. Right. it will be great. Whatever. Go to Salad Works. All that great stuff. Right? He was so happy.
0: Mm-hmm. Should've known.
1: Should've known. I, I, I definitely got him into my world. Like he didn't understand. The whole from scene to scene to scene to grabbing the content Mm. to figuring out the camera setups, how it's on the computer. Uh, So, yes, we make this look easy. Um, Clearly, I've made it look easy because he didn't even know.
0: Very easy.
1: So. We're here. We're here (laughs) and we have a whole show.
0: Yeah. All right. We
1: have a whole show. No, just because we're in person. Doesn't mean the situations are going to change up. We have a whole show. So let's get to it. Um, let me put it up on my phone because uh, it's really small text. But we have what they say is Kendrick's last album. Oh, that's the wrong one. No, is it the right? No, that's the right one. That's the right one. Because I wanted to be sad. I wanted okay. to be sad. Okay. I was, <laughs> I this is going to be interesting. Um, so Kendrick finally uh, went on Instagram. You can go check out his Instagram. Nine point something million followers anyways, mm. right? But um, he only has kind of like a folder there, right? And when you click on it, it has like this, like Oklahoma. what's like, I forgot how, O-K-L-A-M-A. How do you say that? Oklahoma. Oh, okay. Okay. O k l a m a. Oklahoma. Okay. Say. All mm-hmm. right. So Maybe go a, go like to that edit. dot com right, mm-hmm. and this is what it says right. And for for my listeners, I got you right. It says on August twentieth, twenty twenty one. I spent the I spent most of my days with fleeting thoughts, writing and listening and collecting old beach cruisers. What? Why? Why? Um the morning rides keep me on a hill of silence. I go months without a phone. Clearly this is why we haven't heard from you, sir. Makes
0: sense.
1: Uh love, loss and grief have dis- disturbed my comfort zone, but the glimmers of God speak through my music and family. While the world around me evolves, I reflect on what matters the most, the life in which my words will land next. As I produce my final TDE album, I feel joy to have been a part of such a cultural imprint after 17 years, Mm. the struggles, the success, and the most, and most importantly, the brotherhood. May the most high continue to use top dog as the vessel for candid creators. As I continue to pursue my life's calling, there's beauty in the there's beauty in completion and always uh faith in the unknown. thank you for keeping me in your thoughts. I've prayed for all of you uh see see you soon enough, and then Oklahoma hmm.
0: I wonder if that's like short for something
1: i don't I don't know, but so so here's my thing, right? Let me get this right so I don't understand how For, you've been missing for so long, you've made such impact, Mm -hmm. and now you're saying, yo, this is, and this this is where, this is the, this is it. This is no more, right? And I almost feel a tad bit, like, disappointed, but at the same time, I feel like he understands that hip-hop has, like way past him Mm -hmm. ever since he's been gone. And though he knows he can still make an impact, you might as well like, yo, this chapter is, is done. Yeah. So, but there was something he said that was important that I wanted us to talk about was there's beauty in completion. Mm. So my question to you is, do you think that because we have, Um, And not we per se, but like in general, when it comes to your careers is such a grind, 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 and you don't really understand when it is time to stop. When does that when when will you say this is complete? Mm. Right. And that the fact that he is saying I'm pretty much done and he sees the light at the end of the tunnel and he's like, "Yo, this is true beauty to say. Yo, I came, I saw, and I conquered. Like, is it kind of in that kind of way? Or are we looking at it of just like, my man's just done? Like, yeah. What do what do you think?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I'm I have to be honest, I gotta say that Kendrick gives me like super grounds crew air traffic control vibes. Like My man's got to be a super introvert because for him to go on this long hiatus, months without a phone, just like you hear him express himself and, and describe in such infinite detail how he lives his life or what he experiences, okay, you've got to be a super introvert. So I understand what you're experiencing to some extent. The other side of it though, my mind can't help but think about the fact that when you do something and you dedicate your life to it, It becomes really difficult to keep the fire burning, especially after you overcome or you accomplish that which you were so desperately working hard to achieve. So when you are first pursuing this thing because you love it, it could be art, it could be sports, it could be music, it could be business, branding, whatever it is for you. You have goals tied to it because you see this being your vehicle, your vessel to help you achieve that. Makes sense. But when you start achieving that and living that life, it can be difficult to keep the fire burning. We saw Cole talk about it a little bit, right? And I know that there are others who deal with the same thing. So for me, that's what my mind kind of has me thinking. Like, I think that's what, what Kendrick is dealing with here. And he just really loves himself enough to be like, you know what? I'm not going to explain to you. I'm not going to feel your pressure and start producing music because you want to hear it now. I'm really going to do this on my time. But I do understand that as a professional, I owe it to you to finish what I started. So like I'm going to I'm going to close it in a professional way. And then there's also a part of me that's saying like, yo, is this a Jay-Z move? Are you going to are you going to do a fake retirement on us and then come back with a whole bunch of hits? And we'll be like, yo, Kendrick, just crazy comeback. Like, well, it's I, interesting.
1: But I don't... If he does, I, I mean, I would hope so. Right. But at the same time, I'm, I'm more of like, he's been gone for this long. I don't know if Jay-Z was gone for this long. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no. Yeah, he's always made some type of presence. Like... Somehow, some way. He's still very active. Yeah. Yeah. He's still very active in the culture. So I don't, I don't know if he's going to pull a Jay-Z, but I think, I think he's doing this because he probably feels like he owes it to his fans. I think he's done. Yeah. But I think he's like, yo, I have so much music and, um. I feel I'm. I'm just. Let me do this one more for my fans and keep it moving.
0: Mm, you know what? If if anybody, hey Kendrick, if you're listening to this, uh, to anybody on Kendrick's team, if you're listening to this, I think it's a great strategic opportunity for you all to come out with a documentary to complement the album. They right? probably are. You know what I'm saying? Tell tell tell. Like, give us some insight. We hope that you've been. Really uh, documenting this process Maybe taking some video about just what that Journey's been like for you, but I'm willing To bet that thing might be better than The album itself, right, just because You've been gone for so long, so yeah Something to consider, don't worry about paying me For it, I think we're good, right, we don't, yeah We're good, just, uh, yeah, just just say Thank you or something, but yeah Anyway, <laughs> moving on
1: Oh, OK. Well, shout out to TD and the whole, you know, that whole camp, because they they have schoolboy Q. They have J-Rock. They have SZA. They have. So, I mean, I don't think TD is going to be hurting just because Kendrick isn't there. So All right. I don't know, let's get into this next one, uh, which we've spoken about before. Mm. Um, Only fans.
0: I thought you was gonna give them the no
1: we're gonna celebrate OnlyFans because what they did in the pandemic, I don't care what anybody says. That skyrocketed, right? So OnlyFans is going.
0: (laughs) I'ma look down here.
1: Okay, Okay. I'll put it on me because you can't you (laughs) clearly you you can't talk about this as much as I can. Uh (laughs) Oh my goodness. So OnlyFans is banning. Uh, pornography, right? It's banning pornography. um, I think in October, right in October, and uh, there has been speculation saying that it's because of credit cards. And, you know, there's people like Tiger, who's saying, I'm going to create my own, uh, which, I mean, I don't, I don't get why. Now, we, we said, um, before, that it was they were trying to brand themselves outside of it. So they were gonna create a whole separate one. Yeah, yeah. Right now, I'm cool with the separate one, but then I believe they were like, yo, we have all the people here. Why am I going to to like create a whole separate entity? Is it's not gonna work. So let's for the long term, right? And so what we read earlier Mm -hmm. um, through CNN was that they, they rose through the pandemic, but it was very hard to get investors. Right. Right. And so when you're thinking about getting investors and what is going to please them, uh, maybe not the pornography kind of standpoint. And then as we continue to read, we were like, oh, okay, now they're talking about the credit card processors because at the end of the road, they're like, yo, sex trafficking and, and all this other stuff, like, we, we don't want that on our back. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want, at the end of the day, some weird uh, case that says, yo, let's b- blame the credit card processors because they clearly see who is swiping these cards and they haven't done a single thing about it. They haven't stopped it or anything like that. So let's cut it. So they're saying, yo, with these credit card processors, they're actually saying, we this is not going to be a long-term thing. Like, you got to kind of dead that. Though, there was a uh, MasterCard, I believe, mm-hmm. a MasterCard person that said, no, we didn't tell them to do anything. This was on their own but in the long term, I think OnlyFans is trying to be something more than just a pandemic uh, relief system for some. For some, I said some. Don't look at me. That was
0: hilarious. No, I just, I'm just thinking of your word choice, and I'm like, yo, that's hilarious. Abby- that's <laughs> that is funny.
1: A- is it not? Is uh- it-
0: I'm with you. I think it's, it's it surged.
1: Funny. It surged during during the pandemic. It's,
0: I think it had five billion dollars paid right? out to their creators or something like that. So,
1: but then it admitted that it started to struggle mm-hmm. as people started going back outside. Now, yeah. we clearly are in a situation where we don't know if we're staying back inside or not. Yeah. Clearly, I'm not, but I will be after this. Uh, <laughs> but um oh. I may be in the middle of a hurricane. We don't know yet. Mm, We'll figure it out on Sunday, right? That's crazy. Um, But it's clearly struggling, but it could take a different turn. But I don't think the co-founders was like, you know what? Let's only be a season. They're trying to really be a whole brand. Mm -hmm. And when you're thinking about a whole brand, then, of course, you're like, all right, we got to. We we let this go for so long. Yeah. It was working. It made us a lot of money. Hmm. But at some point, we have to take that money and reinvest it and try to get the right investors to make this into a bigger brand Yeah, that is not just for this season.
0: I will say shout out to their, you know, their execs and their team, whoever's running like that that entire kind of business model, Mm -hmm. I think is very genius of them. you know, outside of like the concept, I just want to talk business here for a second for you to see something that's working and be like, hold up, this is not sustainable. This is actually going to decline. Let's do something about it. And although mass media might be a little shocked, like, whoa, what are you doing? You guys are making X amount of dollars. Like, why is that? But, you know, we've talked about this a couple of times that it's not just about creating good ideas or going to market with great ideas. It's really thinking about, man, what can be sustainable? So I think the fact that they're catching on to this is, like, okay, let's use whatever success we may have had here and, and take the risk of jumping ship to redo something that can help us be more sustainable. So clearly they want to be here for a while, not just the season, like you said. So I do like that, you know, they're willing to kind of take that risk and, and, and almost start over from scratch if they have to.
1: Well, um, I'm not rooting for you, OnlyFans, but I do uh, hope you'd best because I don't want people to be like, oh, Nikki's rooting for him. That means I don't have no subscriptions. You can check my credit cards. You know what mm. I mean? No, <laughs> you check my credit cards. <laughs> all right, all of them. It's only two of them, but all of them, right? So let's go into this next one. Uh, what has been trending this week is Kevin Durant. And Draymond Green, mm. right? So they had to sit down um, and they talked a lot about basketball, but there was this one part that I particularly found interesting as far as the media, as far as maybe you'll look at it in one way of how he's speaking about it when it comes to basketball. Right. But I, I hope that you look at it from a deeper standpoint from how we look at media as a whole. So let's get right to it. I'm talking about while and out. I'm oh, talking about what no. right that I now wait. is. That's not the one.
0: I felt like Redo. the media knew more than me. I almost had them on a pedestal of like, they got more history, knowledge of the game. They more experienced than me in this area of the NBA. So once I started to get more experienced and realized like, oh no, nah, they, they, they can never be what I am mm-hmm. or know what I know or understand it the way I understand it. Some of the questions, you know, they didn't seem so intelligent to me anymore.
1: And mm. so uh the reason why I brought this one up is because there is how do I put this? I think we look at the media as a true source of information. Right. And I think that's what intimidates us sometimes as far as like, are we doing good? Are we doing bad? Cause according to the media, this is what their industry standard is. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I look at this clip and I'm like, okay, athletes think the media is experts. Yeah. When, Truly, it's they are the experts. And as they're getting more seasoned, they're like, oh, you don't really know that much. Mm -hmm. And so when I think of that, I'm like, okay, let's look at media as a whole, right? Let's look at how we break down the importance of media. how we always go to certain profiles and certain sources every single day for our information, for our motivation, education, and all that great stuff, right? And then while we're trying to grow, we're looking at them, but we're not truly checking their credentials. Mm. We're not truly saying, you know what, what gives you the right? Have you, have you done this craft as much as I have? And so when I'm, when I'm looking at this particular clip, I'm like, yo, we give so much attention and so much praise, uh, to the media, Mm -hmm. right. To certain sources that it's like, why, Right. but why, Right. but why, but why,
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I think it's because they control the narrative. Okay. Right, to a large extent we know that they there are certain requirements even like when you just think athletes for a moment here there are certain requirements that the team has rules if you will mm-hmm. that if you're requested to meet with the media these are the certain things you got to follow like when you miss a meeting with the media you're actually fine mm-hmm. right because it's a part of just their financial model and I'm sure the team can understand or the team sees how they benefit from it, of course, you know, the media vice versa. But I think it's really just a matter of perception, right? It's like for everyone, even as as students, young children going to school, you look at your teacher as, oh, well, there's no way you don't know something, right? Like clearly you, you're the teacher. That means you know how to spell every word. You know how to read every word, you know, everything. Uh, and that's not the same. That's not the case, but it really is just a matter of perception. I think There are certain industries where we look to other people and we're like, oh, yeah, I'm not even going to ask. You're just probably the expert in the space. But I think it definitely leaves us an opportunity to really start thinking twice about something and say, why am I trusting somebody else with something that I have mastered, that I have physically done myself? You've studied it. You've talked about it. You've watched it. I've done it. All right, so like that's got to give you a little bit more credibility and at least even confidence in what you're doing. It's like, man, why am I looking at so-and-so's profile and, and what they're saying and, and what they're reporting when this is something that I'm actually doing? It probably makes sense for you to really talk about your experience and you'll probably have more people listening to you because of what you're talking about because you're someone who's actually talking or someone who's actually doing this. When we say it took us six hours to record the podcast, for anyone who's looking or thinking about starting a podcast, we're probably a good source for you right now to to listen to us, right? Than just someone who's speaking about the hypotheticals of it because they may be talking about it but not actually doing it. So I think that there's always a credibility factor that goes into it. But I do want to say this. I know this is slightly off topic, but I just think it's so important because just for uh, the community, the culture, and of course, everything that's happening, I love that these conversations are happening more and more. The other side of it You know, when you think media, Mm -hmm. people made it seem that Kevin Durant left the team because of this fight with Draymond. Mm -hmm. And if you listen to the interview, Kevin Durant says, no, it actually wasn't your fault. Right. Right. The media made it seem that way. So like the media is going to spin stuff out of control and and make you think the worst or the best about something, but it's not the truth. Mm -hmm. When in reality, they left because of management or he left because of management. So I do want to say that about media. And then, of course, the part of it is I love that men, minority men, just minorities in general, are sitting down to have the tough conversations more often because every single time you see that someone of, of the generation has done that, it's moved the needle tremendously for what is normal in our culture, in our society, and just in how we do business, right? How we do life. So I think of when Kobe and Shaq sat down. I think of when, I think Isaiah Thomas and Magic sat down, right? So it's like, yo, there's a lot of people that are having these sit downs. I'm hoping, shoot, MJ and Scottie Pippen could sit down at one point too, because it seemed like they're due for one of these talks. But yeah, I just love that part about it. that They're like, yo, it's great when you bring the narrative back into your own hands and you sit down and talk. You immediately, you, you immediately put the media out of business for a little bit because they can't spin the truth or can't make something up when you just told the world what really happened. So, yeah, just want to encourage, you know, of course, and highlight that because I think it is a major, a major deal that they sat down and had the dialogue.
1: I agree. So let's get into uh, the one that I kind of already let y'all hear about. Uh, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin Hart and, and Nick Cannon had a conversation, right? And I'm not going to lie. When I think about Nick Cannon, I, I, I don't take him serious. However, he has a lot of businesses. A lot, a lot, a lot. Like, a lot, he, has, a lot. he is a huge, uh, he's a huge entrepreneur, and he is the gateway of, for a lot of people yeah and so we found the clip of actually Kevin Hart really uh giving homage to him and, and kind of breaking down why he does what he does. so let's get into it I'm talking about while and out I'm talking about right. what that I, now yeah. is right like you know you're you're a portal you you go
0: through this thing right through this machine and the now what is
1: the next level of success because there have been people that have used that platform and that it's been monumental for i don't know if it's our generation or different generation there's always like a, a, a energy of like comedians were super competitive or did like oh i don't want that person to get there oh, i should got it. i'm funnier than it. i don't ever it's feel it around. yeah i don't feel like we have that though no, I feel, i've never. seen the, the older cats have that And then even people who are not really intrinsic into it, who maybe want to be a part of it, but cats who out here really getting it—they know that grind of writing jokes, telling it's three, four o'clock in the morning, trying to figure out what just said is going to be for tomorrow. Like, I'm gonna let you go first.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting again when you when you look at something from the outside and you think, uh, oh, it's. I'm sure people are like this way in the industry or this is the way to be successful. And then you hear someone really telling their experience like, we're actually not competitive with each other. Like we're not trying to trip each other up on the journey. We're actually doing things to help one another in the process because we know what it's like. All right. So I think that that's always interesting that when you get close enough to the fire and you hear some of these gems, it helps you course correct. If you are someone and I, I'll never forget that bar that you said. I don't know if it was on a Tuesday uh, a live or on the actual episode when you said, yo, I find competition even in opportunities of collaboration. Yeah. I was like, man, that's so dope because I never thought about that. I've always said, oh, well, if we're collaborating, we're working together, we're working together. There is no competition. Where it's like, actually, no, there is some form of friendly competition even in the collaboration. So I love that you put that. Yep. you know. But if you're someone who is on the vicious side of it, where you're like, oh, I'm going to, like, I got to win by all means. And you think that's the way to success because of just maybe your experience or how you grew up or, or what's worked for you even previously. If you're trying to get somewhere similar to where these two are and you listen to what worked for them or how they're able to build a relationship with one another, you see that it's a totally different factor. Like, it's a totally different aura. So if you're in a season of life right now and you're listening to this and you're saying, man, I really need to, start maybe linking with like-minded people. I need to get with other personal brands or get with other entrepreneurs or other people building businesses. Understand that you can't approach them with the energy of, "Oh, I'm about to tear you down" cuz I don't think that they're going to want to bring anyone close to them who has that approach. So, just know like again when we when we play some of these clips, those are the things that that come to mind immediately and then of course, as you were saying that I looked up the uh I looked at my phone to see when Nick Cannon came out with Drumline. That was 2002. Really? Crazy, right? 2002, 19 years later, homeboy's still in the game. So, yeah, that's uh, crazy.
1: So, like, so there was something that he said that, and and I think we look at competition as something that is super needed, right? Mm-hmm. And I've been very vocal about how competitive I am this, that, and the third. However, I think when he was talking about the difference in generations, I think he saw the generations before were very, very competitive and they were very, very alone. Mm-hmm. And not everybody won. Yeah. Right. We look at our generation and we're seeing things like how people in Atlanta are. Right. Yeah. And how everybody kind of just sticks together, we're seeing a whole new um, wave of comedians, and they're like, "Yo, is, there's enough for all of us mm-hmm. to eat." Mm-hmm. And I think when when you learn from past and you see how competition is is cool for maybe one but not all, yeah you kind of think like second guess about the way you move with competition. Like, and I think we're in a culture, like just us in an environment of like, you know, you got to hunt, you got to be aggressive. You got to be, you know, do this, that, and the third. And I'm like, you know, don't, don't necessarily um, do something unless asked, you know, And, and I get it. But at the same time, This is a different type of generation. This is not what, like, people want to help each other because in the long term, we all make money. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And though it may seem at the time, you make more money right now, Mm -hmm. then what I feel like we've taken advantage of is that leverage piece. Yeah. I think we've mastered leveraging. I think we've seen especially with the canon, he was like, look, I have this platform. Come mm-hmm. on. This could possibly blow you up to other things. AKA DC Uh DC fly mm-hmm. Right. Um, who's it? Chico. Um who else? Who else? Uh Carlos, like uh B. Simone. Uh there's so many of these people that came from wilding out and that's just some, some of the the recent ones that was blowing up now. Mm. Right. But there's all that there's, there's one thing that always comes in mind is wilding out. And like Nick Cannon doesn't necessarily say, Hey, okay, you know, you came on my platform. You owe me all the time. It's that, level of reciprocity, kind of mm-hmm. thing like mm-hmm. yo what can i do when nick was um going through that situation yeah. where they had canceled everybody right like they canceled while and out. they said yo it's not happening it's not yours um he was like everybody was like yo we ain't we ain't doing another while and out if mm-hmm. it ain't nick it, it it ain't us
0: yeah that's huge
1: right and so that builds loyalty as well when you're not always trying to be at each other's necks mm-hmm. so we we can look and there is like i said in a in a past episode there is a level of healthy competition right especially when you are collaborating mm. it becomes a game yeah like who could get there first who can make the most money? All right, I see you now. Let me go get more. Right. Right. But it's, and I really need to, I think we did it in way, way back, but I need to look at the definition of ego Mm -hmm. and how that plays into competition.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, just while, while we pull that up, I will say that, I think a part of it, why this generation also moves differently, mm-hmm. it's because I think they're ex- they've are they been exposed enough to finally recognize like, yo, there is enough for all of us. Mm-hmm. Like when we're competing, we're not competing because there's just $10 on the table and we're competing for who can get the most out of the 10. Yep. It's like, no, 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 There is there is infinity out there. So we're not competing about who's... Uh, over a limited resource, uh, oftentimes we're competing over something that we've imagined in our minds, really due to our lack of understanding, our lack of awareness, right? Our our limited thinking into saying, oh, there's only set amount where it's like, no, no, no. If that's the reason why you're competing, then you're not in a competition. You know, like if you're competing because you think there isn't enough for you and the person you're competing against, then you're, you're in a wrong competition. You're, 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 not even, you're not even playing a game for that matter, right? But, but to get an understanding that, oh, okay, there's, we're competing over other things. Like you said, who can get there faster? How can we share resources and still be better? It's like, imagine that. Like, oh, yo, Knicks, guess what I just found? Check this out. But it's like, wait, but I thought you were going to use that for your success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, let's both use it and see who can come up with something better. That's that's cool competition, right? Not about that limited thinking kind of stuff. So, yeah, no, I wanted to throw it in there. I think that's really cool. Let's see.
1: But, and and, and I think it's so hard to sometimes not think of competition like, I'm a going to come at your neck, and I don't want no one else to win, right? It. And and I think there's a level of maturity when it comes to competition. Like When when we are at a certain maturity, we'll be like, yo, bump that. No one wins. It's me. It's me. It's me. Look at me. Look at me. And then you break down that. It's like, why is it look at me? Why is it that you want to be by yourself? Why do you want to win the throne and say that, You've done this, that, and the third, and then at the end of the day, you're by yourself. Then we look at it uh, from—we wonder why some—there's a level of depression. We wonder why there's a level of divorce. We wonder why there's—because you have some people that are into, like, I'm killing everything in my way. I'm so focused on this. I'm doing this. And I have to beat this person, this person, this person. And you're not understanding what that does for other people. Yeah. So I I believe that our generation is really figuring it out like, yo, I don't want to not have friends. Right. I don't want to not have connections. I don't want to like when I need a favor, not call on somebody Mm -hmm. just because, you know, I was such in a go mode that I just cut this person off or I I did something behind their back for, for me to look good. Yeah. So when, when it's all about, yo, let's collaborate, let's do something together. Let, let, let you be on my platform, Mm -hmm. let you be, let me be on your platform. I think that's just the way to go and find and, and feed that competition that you have. Somehow, somewhere else.
0: Yeah, for real. Yeah, cue up the Womp sound. But Drake messed up when he said, "No new friends." <laughs> it's late, y'all. Corny Joe's coming at you. So here's the definition of ego: a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. Now, this is kind of cool, right? Look at this. It said, "An ego. Uh, to have an ego is essential to our very makeup." It will define who we are and how we connect with others. Ego becomes an issue when it becomes overpowering. However, everyone has an ego. That's crazy because I actually always thought ego was a bad thing. Like, oh, you're such an egotistical so-and-so. But it's like, no, 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 no. It's it's your self- self Mm self-esteem, self-importance. So it's like, I guess you need an ego, right? Like that was there isn't probably much of a difference between confidence and ego after so, all so so
1: so am I confusing it with pride? Let's see. That was a good question. I'm trying to ask questions, people. I'm trying to try and figure it out. because like you said, ego and, and pride have a well, ego has a negative uh vibe to it.
0: you know what's crazy is that a lot of these things aren't necessarily bad right. by definition, I think' it's really just. The abuse of whatever these things are, right? Because look at this. It says to be especially proud of a particular quality or skill. Pride. To be proud of a particular quality or skill. Like something about yourself. A quality or a skill that you have. So you're especially proud of it. So why do we take this negative? It. I'm so confused.
1: That's,
0: that's my thing. And that's what I'm saying. Like I, When you really start looking at the definition of these words, you realize that We have started using these words incorrectly because of a negative experience or someone has used somebody, excuse me, abused some of these concepts. Mm -hmm. So we start to say, oh, if you have too much pride or if you have pride, that's a bad thing. Or if you have an ego, that's a bad thing. But in reality, if you get a true understanding of the definition of the word or the definition of these concepts, they're not bad. You need some of that. You need to have pride. You need to have ego. Mm-hmm. Right, be- because it, it, you'd probably be a pushover if both of those are absent in your life. Now, again, the overuse, the abuse of those things—I can understand how it can be problematic because you're almost becoming like so self-centered that you want everything to be about you because of those things. So I can understand nobody wants to be around somebody like that. But yeah, no, nah, this is this is the definitely a lesson right here. Like, yeah, you could learn so much by just looking up a definition of a concept and and testing it against what you thought it was because you can be staying away from something that you need because you thought it was bad when in reality it's what you need
1: well there you go Crazy. there you go so let's get to this next one which is uh, a bit unfortunate so Lizzo and Cardi came out with a new song called rumors. Right. So, um, of course, if you know Cardi and if you know Lizzo, there's something like they just very, uh, they're very flamboyant, right? They're always out there. They're doing something crazy it is what it is right now. Um, Lizzo got a lot of hate, um, about that video, especially about her weight. And, you know, just cyberbullying is just no matter how famous you are still really affects people right so she was on an instagram live i believe and she just broke down like just broke down and once again sh- she's human right but she did a recent interview uh with uh i think abc or oh, just one of them good morning america things and uh this is what she said Black women have been in this industry and, and, and innovating it
0: forever. It is unfortunate that we are the ones who do suffer from the marginalization the most and the erasure the most. And I feel like if it weren't for the Internet, if it weren't for social media, I could have been erased. Do you know what I mean? But I chose to be undeniable and I chose to be loud and I chose to be great.
1: And I'm still here. Mm. She is still here, people. Mm. Still here. So I got confused by this a little bit because was she saying if it wasn't for social media I wouldn't be here? So is she also bigging up the same the same thing that actually bashed oh,
0: her? No. Could be. Yeah, she could be giving credit to what brought her down as the thing that maybe built strength in her to, to overcome and, and survive. I can see that. I can see that.
1: So because we she went in on in in that particular clip, like, you know, minorities always get bashed, you know, we're the first ones, this, that, and the third. And I and I get that. But This is something that I I believe for her isn't going to go away because think about it if she um, if she loses weight Mm
0: -hmm.
1: then she'll probably get ridiculed if she stays that weight she's probably going to get ridiculed right Um, it's just a never ending thing but in this in this day and age social media did make Lizzo huge because of how people did cheer her on. I think there's more people that cheer Lizzo on than necessarily the negative, but of course negativity speaks louder.
0: louder. Yeah. You, you know what's crazy for me? I I'm I'm really starting to think that yo, know, maybe it's the artist's fault. All right. Like see, catch where I'm going with this. Maybe it's your fault for relying so heavily on what the audience is saying that you became dependent upon it. Like you became addicted to their feedback. You became addicted to their praise and their strokes and their, and their, and their right, compliments toward you. That now, whenever it is not there, your world ends. Because you've got to think about it. Like, why is it someone like Kendrick, who was at the top of his game and walked away. And I'm sure he was, I'm sure he had comments. Uh, We don't see no more posts on his page right now. But if at some point we were able to go back, I'm sure people were dropping crazy comments at him like, where are you? Why are you not dropping music? Why you got us waiting, right? But he's someone who was able to put it behind him, at least from what we know. But I think when I when I look at an example like you know this young lady here, and I'm honestly never been familiar with her until you mentioned her. So this is like a really first, this is my first time. I have never seen or uh, heard her music before. So uh, educational moment. Yes,
1: you and have.
0: Maybe I've listened, but not connected. So it's like an educational moment for me, but I'm not. I'm not. What I'm saying is, I'm not talking about her as no. in she's a good or a bad person. What was?
1: What was Liz? I'm looking it up. What was Lizzo's famous um song? No, don't do that. You've 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 heard of? You've heard her music. How long has she been out? A bit. Hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna find it. Yo, what? It's crazy. No. No. What is uh? Is it Truth Hurts?
0: Yeah, for dope, for do, I, I'm sure there's some listeners out there like, yo, there are so many new artists now. It's hard to keep up, and I'm sure you probably li- like. I'm sure I've listened to a song with her on it, probably even enjoyed it without knowing, but I didn't know that it was Truth her. Hurts. Oh,
1: see, I was gonna go on YouTube and that instant ads. Mm. What we are not gonna do is instant ads. Hold
0: yeah. on. But while you pull that up, I will just say like I'm not necessarily talking about the person. I'm just saying. To the idea or the, the the characteristic of when we become too dependent upon our audience's feedback, like we could even be going to the audience with good intent. It's like, oh, let me get their feedback so I can know what to create or how to do better or how to, or know what not to do. Is
1: never. Really? Yes. See
0: what? That's crazy.
1: See, I was like, "Yeah, wow. you have. Yeah, okay. you have. I definitely have. Okay,
0: definitely have. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Like, I think, I think part of what she's experienced is maybe an over dependency on the culture, on the audience, and not enough ego. I see
1: what you did there. Ha <laughs> self esteem. You know I what I'm saying? What you did there? Yeah. I see, I see what
0: you
1: did. There. What are your
0: thoughts? What you think?
1: I I I just like and I struggle with this because for the simple fact that you have to be vulnerable, but you have to be strong. But if you're really not that strong, if it really bugs you, mm. do you do you have to play no, nah, you know what? Well, I'm still here, I'm still strong, I'm still th- like I I just I don't know, like If it hurts, say it just hurts. Just say it hurts. Like, we don't have to get on and say, you know what? I'm still here. It it doesn't, you know, I could deal with it. Maybe you can't. And it's okay. Like, Like, real people understand that real people have feelings.
0: Right, right.
1: And you can be affected by it. Yeah. Right? You can make it a point to address it. But not try to feel so strong about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm and and I'm not saying that Lizzo is a weak person. I'm not saying that are you, what's happening what outside? The world? So I don't know if that was a motorcycle or a car or a bad Honda, what happened, <laughs> but um but
0: <laughs> hopefully not the hurricane. That was the first thing that came to my mind. Listen, like, yo, not the hurricane. No, nah,
1: we're not we're not doing the hurricane. But um but yeah, I I just feel like I think celebrities are always supposed to be, especially females, just like this strong black woman. I can do it all, and yeah, I was affected, but I'm you know I'm here and I'm loud and I'm proud and da da da, da and all that great stuff. And I'm like, okay, but like when you get back home, are you gonna still say the same thing?
0: I wonder if the live where she was emotional is before or after this interview that we see. Oh, here. It was
1: definitely after. It was uh, definitely after. Okay. It was definitely after. Okay. Got like it. because you, this is how you are when you initially get it. Like yo, boom. Got this. I am hurt. I am cries tears. This is horrible. Why would people say these particular things? And what's bad is that social. Like everybody has a voice. And mm-hmm. so when you are on, the, and it could be a small content, you got to be ready for these trolls. You got to be ready for people who do not like you because not everybody is going, not everybody has the confidence that you have. And so just like how we we saw that Meg Thee Stallion situation, oh, yeah. they're going to fear you. They're going to make fun of you because they don't understand you. They don't understand how you could Weigh so much and be that confident, be that confident. And, and, and just flaunt however you want, and people love you, and mm-hmm. you're making millions of dollars, and you have budgets that are out of this right. world, and people overseas know you because you're what what uh, society will say as obese and all that great stuff. Let her live, like you can't do it. That's that's your problem. Mm. That's your problem. I don't know. That's just me. But um for this last segment most what was the lessons that you learned today uh in this whole setup situation I w- I w- I would just love to hear and and then I'm going to give my take
0: Yeah I mean I think I think I spoke to it man like and of course there's the other side of it too I, I, I first I talked about it in the beginning of the episode like yo stay in your lane All right um but the other the other side of it too was perseverance right cuz I think like yeah, there were t- I'm legit. Yo, know, I'm I'm gonna reenact this for a second. There was a moment where I was like sitting right here on the couch. You can see this couch is kind of comfortable, but Nikki was sitting down like computer in front of her, and she was sitting like this. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shoot, that can't be good. This this might be like a. I think we are gonna have to reschedule. I think we might have to redo this episode at another time."
1: I promise you, I was telling Ed, I, I had it. Do I still have it? I had um. Because we're recording this on a Friday, for those who, no, I don't ha- don't have it. Yes, I do. Mm. I say, yo, Eddie, this is well, this wasn't a go for today. If we record Sunday, is that still good? I was ready to send, ready that. To send that. I was so ready to send that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm sitting here next. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Hey, listen. At the end of the day, I'm home. Right? This is like, I'm I'm good. I'm like, oh, you
1: know what? He's home, but he got to drive me back. That's all right.
0: I'm going. <laughs> to, I'm going. I'm going to the other home, but. Uh yeah, no, I was just like, man, the perseverance though, mm-hmm. despite six hours of setup time, pulling content, editing it.
1: Bad food, like unhealthy food. Uh, not yeah. bad food. Well, they messed unhealthy. up our order.
0: That's too. Um, but you know, like despite all of that, to still sit here and record, it's now 1240. It's like, yo, perseverance. I mean, again, like I, I don't I don't want to be uh, cliche with it and say, "Oh well, how bad do you want it?" And yada yada yada. But like, yada yada. <laughs> like, I'm, not,
1: I'm, not, I'm, not,
0: I'm
1: just, I'm not, I'm not trying that to take thing, it. that old saying. it no, better do no. you want to breathe things? Oh no,
0: no no no! I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying, like, yo, at the end of the day, like, th- this is the true definition of perseverance. Like, it could have been, like, certain. You know, what's funny to me is like, yo, there are certain circumstances where, if you were to quit, or if you were to not complete it. You can give yourself a good enough reason for why you didn't do it and the other person kind of has to respect it. It's not its not one of those my dog ate my homework type things. It's like, no, my dog died. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, dang. No, no, no. I ain't going to say none of on death now. Like, no, no, no. That's how you that's comparing a,
1: you're comparing it? That's how you're comparing it?
0: I let you slide with this one. But it's like uh, but um, but but to pull through that and get it done in spite of, that to me deserves a lot more credit. So like, yeah, no, I'm just looking at this like, yo, for real. Yeah, uh, uh stay in your lane, but also persevere. Like, yo, push, endure, put up with the the annoyances and the and the stress and all that because stuff like this comes out of it, which I think is really special. So this is a one-time thing. It's the first time ever I don't know if you'll get to see us. Well, maybe not ever, but it's definitely going to be probably a minute before they see us live again in the flesh for another one of these. So, this is uh, this is cool. Enjoy it while you got it. Ne-
1: next one will be uh, Nick will be around. Squad. I- Isaiah, you may be around. Squad. Um, somebody, because um, Moose thinks I'm a, uh, a machine sometimes, like a, a really amazing, <laughs> amazing machine. Oh, Nikki got it. It's okay. It's all right. You know, um, but i he forgets I do a job of like three mm. uh and then when it's in a brand new location it, it takes a a bit of time it takes a, a, a quite a bit of time, especially with three random cameras
0: mm-hmm.
1: um then finding different ways to make it work, uh lighting, furniture. Um, food that, you know, it just...
0: Yeah, this is a lot. This was a lot. Yeah, I feel like we were on set. Still getting
1: content.
0: Yeah, I feel like we were on set for a big movie.
1: And it, so, so look, it, let's let's take you real quick behind the scenes real quick. So, it actually takes a lot of hours to research this content. And when I tell you, and I'm probably going to go more into this on, on the all-access... Uh squad, but um, when I tell you, it's like I don't know, like I get here, he picks me up around two something, we get probably here around three or four ish something around there, right, six o'clock content's not done, seven o'clock, I'm like, hey, content, you' yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. right, eight o'clock, yo we we still don't have content, right. <laughs> No,
0: well, hold on. By 6 30, we were on the phone with Jose trying to adjust the cameras. That process alone took two hours.
1: Right, right. But in the back of my head, I'm still on the, we have no, like, we had some of the bases, but, like, we have no real true, like, what are we talking about? Right. Mm -hmm. And so then it's like, what is it, 10 something? right and i was like yo we don't have enough clips and here i am like <laughs> half asleep dead dead to the world and that's when i had typed up that um that text like this is not this is not going to go this is this is interesting but it was worth it just because we did it live in person uh episode and i really get to see moose and he really gets to see all that is done because Mm -hmm. when i tell you he'd be like ready buddy and like i'm not Mm -hmm. i'm not no okay Mm -hmm. okay
0: but i mean again and i think it's just the importance of to continuing to learn because we talked about one mishap that happened probably last year right when you end up i think like staying up like 24 hours Mm -hmm. more than 24 hours for that and that was a big learned lesson, like, oh, okay. Uh, just because it, it's digital doesn't mean it's not it's magic, mm-hmm. or it doesn't mean it's like a click of a button. There's a lot of stuff that happens into digital design. So that was a big lesson. But I just think, like, yo, you keep, the more you spend time with someone in, in terms of understanding their side of the responsibilities, there are other things to it. And just because, I do think you said it, just because certain things, people make them look easy, doesn't mean that they actually are.
1: Me? And there you go people And there you go So, um, Go follow us everywhere um, We should have documented this more But I think we were all Just over it uh, <laughs> Pretty much <laughs> But it happened We conquered We're here together Yes there will be another one After this hurricane <laughs> <laughs> After the hurricane After the hurricane, and uh, when we figure out, it's listen the the skeleton is done. Like this, the the foundation part of how it's going to be set up, literally is done. I know when this happens again, it will take probably not even half, like literally maybe an hour to set up.
0: Mm.
1: Right. Um, and that's normally what happens when you start creating something. That first time is always slow. Like that first time, it takes the longest, right? And then when you do it again, it's a little bit quicker, you do it again, it's a little bit quicker, and do it again. And then it's like, okay, boom, turn this on, great, boom, boom, boom. Like, let's be honest, there's a light that just went out. I didn't, I just looked at it, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Right. But lessons learned, I know what to do. I thought it was plugged, but maybe it's not. It is what it is. Hmm. So, uh, transparency moment. You know what I mean? Transparency. But um, it's, it's something that needed to be done, and this is for anybody. And I'll be honest, I was actually dreading in person because I was like, this is going to be the worst time of my life. Setting this up and everything like that. But now that it's over, I'm like, okay, when's the next one?
0: Mm. Okay, so a little, a little positive came out of no, it. No, because
1: now I'm like, okay, boom, we don't need all the gadgets.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We need one solid thing here, two lights. Two mic- now I got to figure out this mic thing so my back isn't killing me. But yeah. <laughs> it, um it isn't as hard. After, I think you just need like a dummy day. And this is for anybody. Like you need a dummy day. You don't need the day of recording. Don't think the very, very first day you are going to figure things out. No. Mm -hmm. Have a dummy day and then have, I'm giving you all access stuff, but have, have the, you know, have the actual record day. So it relieves some stress from you. So it doesn't feel so pressured. This is why some people come up uh, hours hours prior to or days before an event. Set up, yeah. Just to set up just to make sure all the equipment everything's right, mics right, all that great stuff. So, uh if I say anything before we go to Moose's final words, um have a dummy day hmm. for anything. Anything that you set up. It doesn't have to be equipment or anything, just anything just to relieve Pressure from you, and so that you could look forward to doing it again because now you are going to be able to do it right or at least way quicker. That's all I'm gonna say. Hmm. Love that. On that note, um, All Access Squad, go try it out for all my uh Android listeners, you know, Spotify, Google Podcast, uh, I Radio, everything. Don't worry. In the future, we got something for y'all. We are working on it. Don't 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 think that y'all forgotten, right? This but get an iPad. <laughs> get an iPad. Get an iPad. All right. But um with that being said, all right. Oh, Tuesdays. Every Tuesday, uh Bro. 8 PM Eastern, right? Yes, 8 PM yes. Eastern. Oh, I was I thought you were like, no, not this Tuesday. No, no, right. no. <laughs> no,
0: I I said, I said, I said. I said bro because I meant to say last Tuesday was fire.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. I think, yeah. okay, so let us know because we have an idea. I was thinking, um, like, dropping on possibly, like, the end of the week. So let's say maybe on a Friday or a Saturday that we'll start clipping up parts of the live and dropping it as a uh. As an episode, like a bonus episode, I like that. I think that's. I think that's what we'll do for those people who Nikki, I'm not, Nikki and Moose. I'm not going to uh, sit through a whole one hour live. I can't do it. Um, I think what we're going to do is get to the meat and potatoes of it, um, and 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 put that on on our channel. So uh, all all our podcast listeners, it won't be an extra show. It's just going to be another. Uh, episode that you guys could look forward to, like just a bonus episode. I think we we could start doing. I think that'd be really dope. Mm-hmm. So, um, sorry, Eddie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Anyways, um- uh, let me get it right. Let me get it right. Oh nope, that was wrong. That was wrong. Look at this.
0: Yeah, for a hey, if, if for all for all our listeners who are like, what are these like transitional things that you guys are talking about? Go go catch it on YouTube so you can see like some of the errors, some of the bloopers that happened, and we just ran the show. We're like, hey, just go. At this point, you got to be gun whole with it. But um, for the final words, here's what I want to give you for this week. Right? Again, I'm telling you all, I'm, much of what I've been teaching over the last, I want to say, three months has been my life. It's not anything. What I've been studying, what I've been reading, what I've been listening to, it's literally been my life and me just becoming hyper aware of what's happening in my life and, and, and dissecting the lessons out of that. I'm like, what is? why is this happening? What's really happening, right? So right now, I want to challenge you to do two things, right? Or maybe look at them as one way or one thing, but it's double-sided. Be hungry enough to realize that you could lose your spot, but be confident enough to know that nobody can do it like you, right? Again, be hungry enough to know that you could lose your spot, whatever it is that you're working toward, whatever it is that you have right now that you feel so comfortable with. Be hungry enough to realize that, yo, I can wake up tomorrow and it's no longer there. This That's going to create a level of urgency in you that you probably haven't operated in a while. But at the same time, moving the level of confidence like, yo, nobody can do this like me. And if you have that one thing in front of you and that other thing behind you, it's going to create something within you that's going to keep you balanced, right? And eventually, that's the thing that makes it work. So hungry enough, confident enough, because nobody can do it like you anyway.